Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry. We've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. If you're a dog owner who loves taking your dog to the dog park, you know that one of the best parts about it is just letting your dog off and letting them be a dog for a moment in time. They don't have to be leashed up. They don't have to follow the rules. They can run around and be wild and be crazy. And it's just so fun to watch them have fun, right? Uh, Well, a dog park in Toronto this week tried to scale back the fun a little bit and they put signs up saying that dogs were not allowed to bark at the dog park. So, I mean, I don't know. I have a dog that likes to bark when she's outside and we hate it, especially when it's in our backyard and we think she's bugging the neighbors, right? Um, You try to get her to stop, though, and it doesn't matter. Molly is a pretty good listener most times, except when it comes to being outside and barking. So you are now putting up a sign and assuming that everybody is going to be able to just get their dog to not bark at all. No, they're just going to walk in there and they're going to say, okay, here's the deal. We're at the dog park, but you're not barking today. And that the dog is just going to listen. Yeah, right. (laughs) And come on, it's outside. It's a dog park. What do you expect is going to happen there? (laughs) Yeah, they're going to bark. They don't do it all the time, but sometimes it happens and it should be fine. It's not like it's 11 o'clock at night and you're taking your dog to the dog park. Silly. So, yeah, of course, about a day later, (laughs) the signs were taken down because so many people complained. I wonder whose idea it was to put up those signs to begin with. Probably a cat owner. The Mark and Jess Replay. This week, everybody was talking about the chicken Big Mac that was released. Um, A bunch of people here at the office had them. And they said the chicken wasn't like a McChicken patty. It was like one big chicken nugget. So that's interesting. That actually made me now want to give it a try. But this sounds even better. So when McDonald's announced the Chicken Big Mac was coming, KFC was all over it. They actually quoted McDonald's Canada's tweet and said, there, we fixed it. And then showed a mock-up of the Chicken Big Mac, but with KFC chicken sitting on top of a KFC bucket. Then they went and they bought advertising for KFC where it says there we fixed it and has that image and they had it on truck billboards driving around and parking in front of McDonald's locations across Canada. They had billboards up in cities across Canada for the day it launched. Like (laughs) genius marketing. But I feel like they should team up because 
you get the Big Mac sauce, but with the real good KFC chicken. And I think you're onto something here. I would totally try it. The replay with Mark and Jess. Every day, it seems like there's a new workplace trend popping up on TikTok. Of course, quiet quitting is a thing. Uh, there's the lady lady that's trying to get bare minimum Mondays off the ground where you just like literally do the bare minimum at work. And if you work from home, it's really easy to pull that one off. Here's the newest, though. Rage applying. It's where... You get mad at work, something happens, and then to let off steam, you just go and apply for like a whole bunch of jobs just to let off steam, like take that. You know what? That seems like way more work than it's worth, especially if you're not really planning on leaving your job. You're just doing it to blow off steam because you got to put together a resume and a cover letter. I hate applying for jobs. Why do you think I've been here for 10 years? (laughs) No, I like my job, but oh, I just, that seems so silly to me. However, some people say that it's paying off because... Here's one person on TikTok said, I got mad at work. I rage applied to 15 jobs and then I got a job offer out of that and I got a $25,000 raise. So maybe there is something to this rage applying after all. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. This is one step closer to having flying cars. The world's first flying bicycle has hit the market in Japan. Now, the price tag is pretty steep. $550,000 for one of these flying bikes. But it looks so cool. So you know how a drone looks on the bottom with like the little the four little corners kind of that's what this looks like. And then on top of it is almost like a sea dew. This might be a terrible description, but picture a drone mixed with a Sea-Doo, and that's what you get here. It's got these fans that propel you up into the air. It's gas-powered, and then it's got battery life as well, and they say it can go between 50 and 62 miles per hour, so you could really get going up there in the air. And it sounds it sounds cool, right? It's all fun and games. Until you run out of gas when you're mid-flight. Because when you're driving your car, sometimes the light goes on empty and you're like, oh, maybe I can push it just a little further. And you make it to the gas station and there's fumes coming out of your car. You get there just in time. Yeah, now imagine that in the air. I don't think you're going to be chancing it quite as much. The Replay with Mark and Jess. So they had a little bit of a situation at the Toronto airport recently. Um, This is actually the second time within two weeks where people got stuck on a plane. But I think this one was a much, much longer time. So here's the situation. There was a storm rolling in. Um, Flights were being canceled, but this one flight... From Toronto to Halifax, they figured maybe they'd be able to get it off the ground. So they loaded it up with people, taxied out onto the runway, and then realized, oh, it's actually worse out here than we thought. So they went back and sat on the tarmac for no word of a lie, 
seven and a half hours. These people sat in the plane for a whole work day, just sitting there, waiting to find out what the heck was going to happen. And they said, not only that, but there was not really any refreshments until about three hours in. And then they were like, oh, maybe we better give these people water. You couldn't throw on a movie for them or, or something, some music over the speakers. <laughs> these poor people. And then in the end, after seven and a half hours, they didn't take off and go to Halifax. No, they canceled the flight. <laughs> Oh, I would have been so mad. Waste a whole day sitting on a plane and then you still don't get to fly. Now, obviously, it's not the pilot's fault that they didn't get to fly. But I mean, what are you keeping all these people on the plane for? Let them get off. Go stretch their legs and then decide, Okay, we think it's good enough to fly. Come hop on. I bet a lot of these people are not going to be booking with Air Canada on their next time around. The Replay with Mark and Jess. SGI says that they are currently working on a policy for excessively loud vehicles um, because they can be disruptive to residents, distracting to drivers. We all know about this. I'm sure you've been settling down for the night and heard the loud vehicles ripping up and down the streets. I know in my neck of the woods, there sure are a lot. Um, But I'm curious, like, does the policy just mean that it's going to be something to do with when you buy a loud vehicle? Because I don't picture the SGI crew standing out there at 1030 at night when these cars are ripping up and down the street racing and being like, whoa, no, no, this car's too loud. You're going to have to drive a little slower. You're going to have to get out of the residential area. I mean, that would be funny if all of a sudden you're driving and Tyler McMurchie jumps out into the middle of the road, puts his hand up, halts traffic. But I just don't see it. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Even the Girl Guides aren't safe from inflation. Girl Guides Canada has announced that they are going to have to increase the price of Girl Guide cookies. I don't know if my wallet can handle this. 20% increase on Girl Guide cookies. That is a big jump. I mean, it only amounts to a dollar. They're going to sell them for six bucks a box, which isn't as convenient as being able to just hand a Girl Guide a $5 bill. But I mean, it's it's six bucks. You're supporting the Girl Guide. So will I still want to buy Girl Guide cookies? Absolutely. I just wonder, when is this going to end? All of a sudden, they're going to have another price jump, and in the fall, their cookie's going to be 10 bucks a box? It really doesn't matter. They could price those things through the roof. I would still want to buy them. Something about Girl Guide cookies. I don't know what it is. They're so good. The Mark and Jess Replay. A photo of a grandmother, well, great-great-grandmother, has gone viral um, because the photo is a six generation picture. So 98 year old uh, Maydell, that's what they call her, Grandma Maydell, is laying in her bed 
and she's holding her great great granddaughter. And then behind her are the baby's mother, the baby's grandmother, and the baby's great grandmother. So they were able to do a six generation picture. You think that's amazing? I mean, not many people get to meet their great great grandparent, but it doesn't stop there. This lady has more than 230 great grandchildren, and they're all women. Isn't that wild? Something in the genes in that family. They only produce girls and a ton of them. 230 great grandchildren. <laughs> Would you even know all of their names? You definitely wouldn't be sending them a gift at Christmas at that point, right? Maybe like a a $2 scratch ticket. But even then, you give every grandkid, great-grandkid, a $2 scratch ticket and you're up over 400 bucks on Christmas for these guys alone that... You might not even really know their names. The Replay with Mark and Jess. So here is something new hitting the shelves if you're looking for a new drink. Sunny D is releasing an alcoholic beverage. The Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. Which is not what I expected if Sunny D was going to put out a drink that they would go straight to the seltzer game. There's already so many out there. I think they need to go like straight coolers like a Palm Bay or a Bacardi Breezer or something like that. That's what I picture, you know, just straight Sunny D mixed with vodka the way they did it at the high school parties. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Ooh, some people had a pretty sad reality check this week. Uh, Tim Hortons has roll up the rim going on right now. And you know how it works, right? You don't get to roll up the cup anymore. You got the app. So there were some customers who rolled up the rim on their app. And then they were told that they had won $10,000 but it was just a glitch. So yeah, uh, this was, yes, uh, this was on Monday. There was a few hours where uh, players were incorrect, incorrectly notified that they'd won the jackpot draw, $10,000 daily prize, meaning to be awarded to one person per day, and a bunch of them ended up with this notification. Now, if you're like me, and you win money, Before you've even claimed it, you've got it spent, right? You know where it's all going. That's how I am. Before I've even won it, like if I buy a 50-50 ticket at the Pats game, I'm like, oh, okay, if I win, I'm going to put this much to this, this much to this kind of thing, right? So you see that $10,000 and you're like, oh, I've got all this great stuff I'm going to buy. And then a couple hours later, you get the notification. Yeah, that's not actually true. So what did Timmy's do? They gave everybody a $50 gift card instead. Yeah. The Mark and Jess replay. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. What police thought was a routine traffic stop 
turned into something completely different uh, for a lady in South Carolina. So Tamara Palmer was pulled over back in December for what people reported as drunk driving. She was swerving all over the road. She was crashing into curbs. Police saw her and were like, yeah, I think this lady's under the influence of something. They do it. They do some tests and they realize, no, she's completely sober. And then she tells them, I've got this horrible headache and I actually lost my vision for a few seconds. And the police were like, okay, something is not right here. So they ended up calling in uh, for an ambulance, get her to the hospital and the doctors find that she has a tumor in her brain that they figure had been growing for 35 years and she had no idea. So because of the size of the tumor and the location of it, they rushed her into an emergency surgery less than 48 hours after she was pulled over, had it removed, and now here she is doing great and she says she has the police to thank for pulling her over because they probably saved her life. Tell me good. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.